Hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted Austin Brewer Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you guys are having an absolutely terrific day today. And there's so many things going on as always. And I just want to encourage you guys, encourage my friends and our listeners. I've been getting a lot of phone calls, a lot of text messages. People are getting concerned about what's happening, not with the getting sick from another COVID mutated injected form that everybody's trying to basically tell you you have to take because majority of the people that I know have already had COVID like myself or if you get it again, you know exactly what to do. I talked to a friend yesterday who's basically been positive with it for a couple of days. And I said, dude, you gotta, you gotta bump up the D and the zinc and the C. And he said, really? I said, yeah, man, bump it up, bump it up, bump up, 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 and it's good to go. And uh, sure enough, you know, he started hammering it yesterday. He texted me this morning. He goes, man, I'm already starting to feel better. I said, of course you are. I said, because it's, it's a, you know, it's, it's a virus. It's designed to do what it's supposed to do, but your body is also designed to do what it's supposed to do. And I said, this concept of you have to get injected with gene therapy to try to fix a respiratory virus is completely and totally asinine. It goes against all laws as far as natural laws, scientific laws, virology laws that we've always abided by. And all of a sudden now we're coming out with this gene therapy for a, basically a respiratory virus. One of my good friends, my workout partner, we were training last night, and he works for a big construction firm out in Lakeland. And for the last couple of weeks, there's been apparently – I did not realize this because you know we're a small company, and we've absolutely cared zero about complying with anything. But a lot of businesses have what's called a COVID team. I did not know this till just yesterday. I found this out yesterday also about a local university. And uh, he told me, he said, yeah, we have, we have this like COVID response manager. And he said he told me that, you know, we need to discuss about getting the shot last week. And I told him, absolutely not. Don't ask me about it. I'm not getting the shot. It's basically gene therapy. I've already had COVID. I'm not worried about getting it because it doesn't stop you from getting it nor stop you from spreading it. And this COVID, I guess, task manager uh, pretty much kind of, you know, let it go and didn't bring it up. And he said there was one other guy that he works with that was pretty, pretty staunch about it. And he said yesterday, the guy that he thought was staying in his ground basically told him, listen, man, I think if we just get the shot, they're just going to kind of let this go. And my buddy told him, absolutely not. He goes, do you really think it's going to stop with this or the your second Pfizer shot or your booster shot or your fourth round shot for the gamma variant or the Zulu variant or whatever other term they want to come up with now for another variant? It's not going to stop. Are you kidding me right now? He goes, if, if you tell somebody that you're giving them consent to penetrate you with a hypodermic needle and inject you with gene therapy, you've given them consent to do whatever you want. It's not going to stop after that. I guess his friend he told that to didn't really think much amusement about that. He goes, oh, well, uh, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. You know, kind of mumbled off something. My, my buddy said, dude, zip. Just, this is the line for me. He's probably hung out with me too much. It's probably why he's getting so aggressive. He's not normally like that, but he's starting to wake up. A lot of people are waking up, and they're starting to realize that this is not going to stop. Now you have the Biden administration, allegedly from a report that's coming from the official Biden admin. They're saying that as this COVID vaccine mandate is starting to come about with all these businesses, 
the federal government is now talking about removing and blocking all federal funding from any business that basically gets it if they do not mandate the shot. The plan, which was reported by the Washington Post, surprise, surprise, they said would see restrictions placed on federal funds for workplaces and institutions that do not require employees to get injected. The plan, which has not been finalized, would impact long-term health facilities, hospitals, cruise ships, and universities and any business that gets any type of grant or federal aid. There you have it, guys. Here's where it's going to start. And now, you know, I've told her, I've told her about this for weeks. I said, you really think it's going to stop here? It reminds me of the film. You guys have seen this. 13 Hours. Incredible film. Those guys, Boone and all those guys that were involved, they were CIA contractors, security contractors that were basically tasked with providing security for the off-book CIA annex that didn't officially exist in Libya back when all that happened. You guys remember the story that happened with that. Not Biden, Obama and Clinton, Hillary, were basically using Libya as a front to run weapons and surfaced air missiles and all kinds of other stuff through Libya. And these guys were tasked with providing security for the CIA annex. And of course, I guess... Clinton and all of her other cronies decided that the CIA annex knew too much, and they basically were going to bring in a full-blown militia on the embassy with – it was not even an embassy. It was a temporary diplomatic outpost and brought it in basically when the ambassador came in, and you know he only had – Ambassador Stevens only had a two-man fire team. Which literally, they said in the movie, said, this, this is a death zone. Well, when the militia go in and they take over the temporary diplomatic outpost and they kill Ambassador Stevens and other people, this fire team is sitting at the CIA annex and they're waiting. They're not getting clearance. They're sitting here for 30 minutes. They're held up and they are not given clearance to go to this embassy because they wanted to make sure everybody died over there. And one of the top contractors walks up to the CIA director, and he goes, listen, he goes, where do you think they're going to go after they burn down the embassy? They're coming here. We're leaving now. The director goes, you're not cleared for this. We don't care. And as they're driving out, he goes, well, we can basically kiss our contracting days goodbye. That's where we're at now. Where do you think they're going to take it after this? You think they're just going to stop? You think they're going to come in and say, well, guess what? You've been a good little peasant. I'm going to pat you on the head. You've been a good little boy. You've taken your two Pfizer shots. You've taken your booster shot. You've worn your mask. You're a good little peasant. Well, we're not going to ask you to do anything else now. You, you've complied good. You think they're going to stop there? You really think they're going to stop there? It's going to escalate into things we have never even anticipated unless you've listened to the show or you've talked to me or you've talked to dad or you've hung out with people that are awake on this. The next step they're planning on doing, I'm telling you this right now, the next step they're going to do is they're going to start threatening churches with their 501c3 corporation. They're going to say, you're going to mandate everybody in your church gets the shot now or we're going to yoke your 501c3. That's next, guys. Let me know that right now. That is coming next. 
They're going to do everything they can to force this graphene oxide sludge to be injected into people. And when you take it, you're not going to take it because my listeners are smart. My friends are smart. My health master's family is smart. You're not going to take it. But the people that do take it, they've got this idea that if they just comply, it's going to be over with shortly. And it's not. It's going to escalate among many of things that you didn't even anticipate. You hold your ground where you are, and that's that. I talked to my good friend that basically runs the athletic department over at the local university. And I asked him, school starting back, I said, what are you guys doing with this stupid shot? Because we're not, we're not mandated at all, period. We've decided we have a COVID response team, but the kids have to wear masks while they're in class. And I laughed. I said, you do understand it's complete and total pathetic theater. He said, well, I know. He goes, it was basically the best that we could do with this giant staff. He goes, I'm on, I'm on the COVID response team. I'm doing everything I can. He goes, I'm making sure they're not going to mandate shots, and we're not going to. I said, why are they mandating masks for the students in class? He goes, well, the faculty feels better if the students wear masks. I said, well, I got a question. The, the students are sitting in class, right? They're wearing muzzles like good little dogs the whole time, and they're breathing through giant cloth mask, reducing their oxygen the entire time. They're not really talking, though. I said, what about the professors, the staff? They're in front of the faculty, you know, in front of the class. Are they, are they wearing masks? They're talking. So, I mean, they're going to be producing and spitting more than anybody else in the entire room for 45, 50 minutes. Because, no, well, the, the faculty doesn't have to wear masks at all. None of the professors have to wear masks. I said, so the faculty doesn't wear masks. But the students have to be muzzled like good little dogs. Does anybody else see a problem with that? And he goes, oh, I know. He goes, trust me. He goes, this, this is pretty much the best I could do with this giant COVID response team. He goes, even one of the reps that we have on this said flat out, the masks don't work. They don't work. They're theater. I said, imagine that. And I said, what would happen, my friend, if you had a class come in? And they said, your masks suck. We're not going to wear them. They're going in the garbage. None of us in this class are going to wear a mask. What would happen? I was, well, I'm not really sure. I said, that's what I'm going to encourage everybody to do. I said, I haven't been over Southeastern in a while. I think I may take a stroll over there and start talking to a few kids about what's going on. I said, one kid, you're going to find him. Two kids, you're going to pull them out of class. Three or four kids, you're basically going to send, send them to the dean. You're going to pull them and tell them they can't come to class unless they wear a mask. If every single kid in every class tells you to kick rocks and we're not going to comply, there's nothing you're going to do about it, period. That's how we have to start handling this, my friends. We have to start acting with unity. We have to start acting with direction. We have to start coming together and saying, hey, we got a group here. We got a group here. We're going to collide together, and we're going to be a stronger, bigger group. We have to start supporting another with this. This isn't going to stop. The shots aren't going to stop. The masks aren't going to stop. The lockdowns aren't going to stop until everybody finally grows a stomach and says, no, I'm going to deal with the conflict. I'm going to deal with the violence. I'm going to deal with the combative behavior from these individuals that refuse to respect my decision not to wear a mask, and we're going to stand our ground on this. That's how we're going to handle this, and that's the only way we're going to make any traction right now. And I encourage all of you, please, 
stand your ground on these topics right now. This is not the time to falter. This is not the time to sway. This is the hill we are going to fight on because if we let this go, it's not going to stop. It's never going to stop. It's going to continue to go into perpetuity until they have everybody so dumbed down, so sick, so injected, so full of graphene oxide. People are going to be responding like a giant antenna tower. Nobody's even going to know what the heck's going on in their world anymore because they're so sick. That's where they're going to take it. And as long as people consent and shut up and obey, it's not going to stop. I encourage you, speak your mind and stand your ground on this. What do you think, Deb? You know, Austin, you and I, and I, and I to, at the risk of being redundant, which I don't like being, but we've been telling people for the last year and a half that compliance with the mask mandate is the first step toward full, complete tyranny. And, and now they're seeing it. I mean, the CDC flip-flops again. Now they're admitting that fully vaccinated people are spreading COVID-19. You know, so you're getting, you're getting no protection from the vaccine. You're getting no protection from the mask, except for this is all part of a satanic ritual of obedience and bondage. That's all this is. And the sad part about it is this latest variant of COVID, which is what I warned everybody about from the vaccines, is much more dangerous, much more deadly than the original one was. I mean, it's, this stuff is horrible now. And we actually have people dying from it and being hospitalized with it, you know, much to a much greater level than we had from the first one. The first one, the biggest mistake they made, instead of trying to break the mucus up in the lungs, they went in and put everybody on ventilators, which killed a whole bunch of people. And see, this is the thing that we're finding now is that the CDC is issuing these mandates because the CDC wants to have complete and total control because of the emergency authorization order that Donald Trump signed into place. Donald Trump did this. You know, everybody wants to, he, he went, you know, you know what nauseates me with him? And it really does. It nauseates me with Donald Trump. You know, he's such an arrogant, I almost said a bad word. He's such an arrogant jerk that basically he wants to go ahead now and walk around acting like he did all this for the country in the past four years and how bad Biden is. When Trump never closed the borders, when Trump tried to do all, did everything that he was told to by his Goldman Sachs and J.P. Morgan and BlackRock and State Street and Vanguard lackeys, he just did what he was told. He, he wasn't a leader. He basically did what he was told, just like Biden's doing what he told. And, and this is the problem that we have. But, 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 but you know, and same thing with Obama, with this giant, you know, 60th birthday bash. And they had, gosh, probably close to a thousand people there. And nobody's wearing masks. Everybody's out there dancing. All the transgenders are hanging out. I mean, unbelievable. And, and you know, and, and now, we, now we're seeing more and more and more of this transgender, you know, intrusion into Hollywood. We have all of these people. Now they're saying that Taylor Swift is a transgender. I don't know if she's a transgender or not. You know, they're saying all these different people are transgenders. And you got to ask yourself a question. You get all these women that are basically really wealthy, but they never date anybody. Hmm. I wonder if that's a little surprise that they're waiting for for their uh, next spouse or whoever. I don't know. The problem is, is that this is crazy that we have all of this stuff that has basically infiltrated Hollywood and infiltrated, you know, the United States of America. And, and we, then we look at the CDC comes out with a brand new document. I put it on. This is from CDC.gov. Inter, interim operational considerations for implementing the shielding approach to prevent COVID-19 infections in humanitarian settings. Well, that sounds all nice, but it starts promoting FEMA camps and concentration camps and basically putting people in shielding them. The shielding approach aims to reduce the number of COVID by limiting contact 
between individuals at higher risk of developing severe disease risks in the general population. What? I'm reading right from their own document. High-risk individuals to be temporarily, listen, relocated to safe or to green zones established at the household, neighborhood, camp, sector, or community level, depending on the context and setting. They would have minimal contact with family members and other low-risk residents. Wait a minute. Current evidence indicates that older adults of people of any age who have serious underlying medical conditions are at higher risk for severe illness of COVID. In most humanitarian settings, older population groups make up a small percentage of the total population. For this reason, the shielding approach, putting them in a concentration camp, suggests physically separating high-risk individuals from the general population to prioritize the use of limited available resources and to avoid implementing long-term containment measures along the general population. So what they're telling you right here, friends, is you're not vaccinated. They're going to come pick you up. They were telling you you could shelter in place at home. They ain't saying that anymore. They're saying that you're going to be going to an internment facility. And we've talked about these FEMA camps and concentration camps for years and years and years. This is a CDC document on the it's CDC.gov website, and I've posted it. I've also sent it out to a bunch of you folks that I know personally this morning. I mean, this is where it's headed because this death cult that rules the world is basically – still in full charge and they want to reduce the population and like klaus schwab part of the death cult but 2030 own nothing and you'll be happy no you won't no you won't and here's the problem and i mentioned this a few weeks ago i'm going to say it again the baby boomers that'd be me you know those of us who are like anywhere from 50 to 70 right now i guess to kind of round it about you know we remember where the country used to be we remember you know hogan's heroes and i dream of genie and the talking horse, Mr. Ed, and we remember how innocent the United States was and how Norman Rockwell was so prevalent. We understand all that. We remember what it used to be, and we have normalcy bias for what it is, and we're holding the fabric of this society together. It's certainly not the teenagers. They think that everybody's gay or transgender. And wait until all these girls start coming out who are basically these top singers and all these top actresses start coming out as their guys. Oh, it's going to be an unbelievable. Look, look at, look at, we, oh, it won't happen. Michelle Obama, according to Joan Rivers, is a tranny. The first it in the United States was a tranny. Are you, jo- I'm not, I'm not making up. You, you go fight and argue with Joan Rivers and she's dead and she died right after she reported this. This is where we have found ourselves in the complete throes of a satanic, covidian, cabalist cult that rules the world. This just morning. You know, Vanity Fair released an article, but it's all about Jeffrey Epstein again. And now they're talking about Leon Black, how this is a he's a huge vulture capitalist in the 2008. This guy's a billionaire, hung out with Trump, hung out with Epstein, and they brought he brought these girls to Jeffrey Epstein. Here's what he said, quote, you have to let them do whatever they want. Billionaire Leon Black flew a Russian model to meet Jeffrey Epstein. New legal filing claims, according to a former Russian model, Giselle. Gavini's suit, Black referenced Epstein's proclivity for very young girls, in other words, he was a pedophile, and once flew her to Florida against her will to satisfy the sexual needs of Epstein, his best friend. These guys are so hooked at the hip, it's unbelievable. Yesterday, I spoke to a friend of mine who's a medical doctor, has his own talk show, brilliant man. 
And he told me he went to a funeral from one of the guys who owned a major broadcasting network called Salem. And they had hundreds and hundreds of stations. And the guy was in his 80s or 90s and he died. And during the funeral, you know, they were talking about God, God, God. And the guy always talked about God, but he never talked about Jesus, according to my friend. And suddenly during this funeral at the very end, the Masonic boy walks up who's going to close the funeral. The Masonic guy. This guy was a full-blown, high-level Mason who owned all of these quote-unquote stations, many of them quote-unquote Christian stations. So now he's dying. He's getting his last rites from his Masonic lackeys who, remember, will not mention the name of Jesus in their Masonic lodges. <laughs> these guys are straight, hardcore Satanists. If you don't believe that, read the book by Albert Pike morals and dogma when he talks about unleashing the energies of the seething energies of lucifer this is the group right now along with the cfr along with the international bankers who many of them are kabbalist masonic leaders also always remember this guys fdr was a mason stalin was a mason churchill was a mason along with being a druid truman was a mason all these guys worked together to promote one another in these higher circles this is the group that runs the planet and has done so for hundreds of years, especially here in the United States, especially in our local communities, especially in a lot of our churches. There are a lot of churches whose pastors are Masons. Some of the top people like Norman Vincent Peale, some of the top motivational speakers, quote, pastors, comes out. We find out later that they're Masons. Robert Shuler Sr. was many years accused of being a Mason. All these different people are Masonic leaders. Some of the top university presidents have been accused of being Masonic leaders. I could give you a list of multiple TV evangelists. Many people said that Billy Graham was a Mason. Now, don't send me hate letters. You don't research on that. I'm not accusing him. I'm just saying what people said. But I always thought it was odd that Billy Graham was given primetime TV slots, primetime with major networks. I always thought that was odd. You know, and then, then at the end, he actually goes up and he apologizes for a comment that he had made with Richard Nixon about who rules the media. I mean, the whole thing is so twisted and so convoluted that when you get in the middle of this stuff and you start working directly with these individuals and these organizations, you find out how messed up they are. And a lot of them claim to be Christians. But how do these Christian, quote-unquote, TV networks, which should be referred to now as Zionism TV, how do they get? How do they become billionaires? How do some of these top evangelicals become billionaires? They run these giant cults is what they do. And multiple ones have been asked multiple times, are you a Mason? And they refuse to answer. They refuse to answer. So do you think that they'd be, they would infiltrate people with Masonic Lodge leaders in order to circumvent and destroy Christianity? <laughs> you betcha. Where do you think this name it, claim it, blab it garbage came from? Yeah, they've done. In fact, it was interesting with this, this guy from Vanity Fair, this vulture capitalist. You know, he was a former CEO of the private equity behemoth Apollo Global Management, and he was flying this Russian model back and forth. So you got to look him up on Wikipedia. Let's look up Leon Black on Wikipedia. Born in 1951, about 70 years old. He's an American investor, best known as the co-founder and former CEO of private equity firm Apollo Management. Early life and education, Black is a son of Eli M. Black a prominent Jewish businessman who immigrated from Poland who also committed suicide 
and was best known for owning the United Brands Company. His mother, Shirley Lubel, sister of a Tulsa oil executive, Lubel, was an artist. In 1975, his father committed suicide by jumping out of the 44th floor of the Pan Am building in New York City. Wow. And later it was shown that that federal regulators were investigating allegations that United Brands was bribing Honduran government officials. Guys, this group of Kabbalists that run the world is absolutely unbelievable how horrible they are. And we need to realize what they believe. They believe that the end always justifies the means. It doesn't matter who you kill or who you destroy. If you want to reduce the population of the planet from 7 billion to 500 million, it doesn't matter that you've got to kill 6.5 billion people in order to do so. If you want to completely destroy productivity and you lock down the entire planet and you want to cause people to starve to death and to commit suicide because they're so depressed in their homes because they can't leave because they're locked up like criminals, it's okay for them too. They don't care because always remember something. At the highest levels, these groups consider themselves to be a different DNA than you and me. They consider themselves to be the benign D Nephilim, sons of the fallen, progeny of Lucifer from the Garden of Eden. They really believe this. <laughs> I think they're all nuts, but this is what they believe. So no matter what they do, no matter how they lock people down and do horrible things to people, they think it's okay. Now we know that this black guy is the best, with best buddies <laughs> – with with Epstein, and he was actually concerned about Epstein when Epstein was still, quote-unquote, being allowed to pretend like he was alive or dead and all the other stuff because he's not dead. All of this stuff continues to happen over and over and over and over again. And there's another article here. I posted it on Bloomberg, and it says that nobody makes money like Apollo's ruthless founder, Leon Black, and he's got all kinds of satanic – Masonic hand signs that he's doing in this photo on the front part of this article, which they don't even try to hide this anymore at all. And gosh, guys, think about it for a second. Why in the world are we being told that any of this stuff is okay? I mean, why, why are we being told this? Why are we thinking that it's okay that we're basically going to have a massive shortage of healthcare workers now because a lot of them are refusing to get vaccinated? And now we know that we are going to have more and more people basically being arrested from January the 6th. And now the DOJ is admitting that it's withholding potentially exculpatory evidence in the January 6th criminal cases and legal filing. Exculpatory evidence is evidence that would prove the person's innocence. They're withholding this on purpose to try to make people think they're guilty so they can't have the charges to Smith. This is Department of Justice. I mean, this is insane that this is actually happening right now in the United States. And then you've got to look at what's happening over there in California. With this abortion stuff, that's unbelievable that you see the University of California, San Francisco's callous abortion harvesting operations are exposed in records obtained by a pro-life group. Pro-life San Francisco has long been protesting U.S. UCSF and relation related institutions, which operate under the university's banner for their gruesome experiments involving fetal tissue and body parts, including recent experiments involving humanized mice as well as the egregiously inhumane second trimester abortions will supply those fetal parts. In many cases, these children are born alive and sent to these different organizations alive. Yeah. Fetal body parts are being harvested under the USF's umbrella for babies aborted at the two UCSF-affiliated women's abortion centers. 
studies show that the labor induction abortion techniques used in these facilities to procure fresh parts can result in live births. I'm not making it up as often as 50 percent of the time in which these bodies are then harvested while the baby is still alive. This is some sick crap. This is pure Satanism, pure Kabbalah. But yet we're supposed to sit back and go, oh, that's okay because it's government funded because it's a major university. It means you, your tax dollars, friends, your tax dollars, my tax dollars are being paid. They're supporting this because money's fungible. Always remember that. But yet we're supposed to sit back and say, oh, it's okay. It's in the, it's, it's in, it's, it's in the, it's, it's in the best interest of science. To take live babies and cut them up and use them for abortive. This is sick. This goes right back to Baal and Moloch and the Asherah worship. It goes right back to prove to you that I have told you this for years, that the world is still under the control of the ancient Canaanite satanic sex of human sacrifice. It never has stopped. And these guys operate from beneath the scenes, from under the scenes, from around the scenes. So you don't know who they are. So you don't get to pull that curtain back and say, who's the wizard behind the curtain? It's always these guys. Austin, what are you thinking? What's your next story, bud? No, you're exactly right. They make sure they're covering their spread on everything. They do that very well. That's why they defer blame. They shift different topics. They shift different ideas or different concepts and they try to make it appear as it's somebody else this is what they've done very well with communism they've used communism basically as their scapegoat invasion tactic while they're the ones behind the scenes but they blame it on communism but when it comes down to it it's always the bankers let's be real the bankers have done this for thousands of years they're the same ones that Jesus Christ got so angry with, he literally flipped their tables over in the temple and started to whip them out because the bankers had invaded the temple and were using unjust scales. What that means is, if you don't understand that reference, back then, obviously, currency was weighed. They would have scales that essentially were manipulated. So you would put on, say, five ounces of gold, and the scale would come up and say, mm, sorry, bud, that's 4.1, 4.0 ounces of gold. You say, dude, I know that's five ounces of gold. That's my gold. No, sorry, bud. That's, that's not. you got to put another ounce on it. Gosh, okay. All right, here's another ounce of gold on it. Oh, you're at five now. They manipulated the scales. What do they do now? They manipulate the cash. They manipulate the gold again with naked shorts. They manipulate the silver, the platinum, the palladium. Look at the markets again. Look what they just did to gold the last couple days. Gold, in reality, if gold actually was let loose and they didn't have these insane, insane paper shorts, shorten the market all the time on it, gold would be at least anywhere between five dollars to $10,000 an ounce, minimum right now. Platinum would be right up there with it. You see what happens when they start having like rhodium. They can't control rhodium. Runs runs crazy. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars an ounce. Goes nuts. They couldn't manipulate it anymore because it was such a small, small, small product. Such a small amount of it. There was no manipulation factor to it. You saw what it did. This is where they're taking it. This is what they do. They manipulate the narrative. That's why I've told everybody, turn off the TV. 
The TV is complete and total propaganda. It's actually registered as a mind control device. You can look it up. I think it's from like 1954. It's patented. TV is patented as a mind control device back then. So they figured it out. Now it's not just the TVs anymore. Now we got these doggone slave trackers. Listen to everything you do. Monitor everywhere you go. Look at every place you see online. Take a next step further. You guys probably haven't heard about this now. Apple is planning on doing their update, this big iOS update in September. It's going to be the iOS 15, iPad 15 update. You guys are going to like this. This is, this is not only is it beyond creepy, you already know where this is going. Apple will add a series of new child safety features to its next big operating system update for iPhones and iPads. The company will implement a feature on all Apple devices to detect photos that depict sexually explicit activities involving children. They said this will enable Apple to report these instances to the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. This group acts as a reporting center for child sex abuse material and works in collaboration with law enforcement agencies across the U.S. Its method of detecting known child sexual abuse material is designed with user privacy in mind, of course. The company said it's not directly accessing the customer's photos, but it's using a device-local hash-based matching system to detect images. Now, I didn't know what that was. I'll be honest with you right now. I, I didn't even know what the heck that meant. They're making it so complicated. How do you put it fair? A device-local hash-based matching system. All right, well, let's look it up. It's called Neural Hash. Neural hash, not joking. You can, that's the name of the company that's built this software. It's a hashing technology. It analyzes images and converts it into specific numbers to that image using technology called threshold secret sharing. The cryptographic technology allows Apple to interpret the contents associated with matching child sex abuse material images only if the threshold is exceeded. They go on to say, and I quote, suppose there's a match between a user's photo and a child sex abuse material database. In that case, Apple then manually reviews each report to confirm sexually explicit images of children, then disables the user's entire account and phone system and sends reports to the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, said the tech giant. If a user feels their account it may have been mistakenly flagged, they can file an appeal to have their account reinstated if it's approved. In addition, with Apple's 15 update, the iPhone's Messenger app add new tools to warn children and their parents if they receive any type of explicit photos. The update is slated to be available in the fall of 2021. Now, you guys know my stance on pedophiles and pedophilia. I've told you this before. They need to bring back public lynching. Public execution changes the entire dynamics of sadistic behavior. It always has. Do I think that's a great part of society? Absolutely not. Do I think that pedophiles are an absolutely horrific part of society? Yes, I do. And I think they need to be dealt with accordingly. But this, my friends, has nothing to do with protecting children. Understand what I just read and what I just told you. This isn't to protect children. It's not stopping child trafficking, nor is it stopping child porn. What it's doing is, specifically, is giving an update via Apple a complete and total opening 
to monitor every photo you have on your phone and then shut down your system if they deem it to be something that they don't like. This isn't going to stop with child photos. Let's just be clear about that. This is going to go beyond anything you can possibly even expand on. Not to mention now we're talking about Apple having the ability to not only monitor your photos but turn you in if they see something that they deem to be explicit. Now, what prevents any any basic hacker from uploading a single photo and now all of a sudden – you're busted with child sex porn on your phone, and you've never done anything remotely close to that, nor do you want to do anything to that, nor do you want to see that stuff. But now all of a sudden, you just got flagged. Law enforcement shows up on your door. Uh, we need to speak to you, sir. Um, Apple has notified us through their programming system that the um, National Center for Missing and Exploited Children has also notified us that you basically had child porn on your phone. No, I didn't. I've never been involved in that at all. That's not something I would even discuss or look at. That's sick. Well, sir, you're under arrest right now. What do you mean I'm under arrest? Well, we, you, you, had, you had child photos on your phone. No, I didn't. Well, they said you did. But I didn't. Well, it doesn't matter. You can you can prove it in court that you're innocent. What? Well, I thought I'm innocent until proven guilty. No, 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 no. You're guilty until you can prove otherwise, and we're going to stack the cards to make sure all the evidence is in our favor so you will never be innocent. That's where this is headed. It's not to protect the kids. If they want to protect the kids, they would let the entire world know what Ghislaine Maxwell was involved in on her report, and they wouldn't have redacted it. If they wanted the world to know, Facebook wouldn't be the number one site in the entire country for sex child trafficking. It wouldn't be that because they would have shut it down. This is all about another invasion in our rights. And again, we're watching it happen on our slave trackers right in front of our eyes. This is happening. Remember, this is also why they're pushing for the vaccine passport. Remember what I told you guys a couple weeks ago? The vaccine passport has nothing to do with the shot. It, and it, it could not be further from the shot and protecting you and proving your vaccine status. It has nothing to do with that at all. you got to get that out of your head. The vaccine passport is there to get you programmed into making sure your phone is with you at any and all times and you use your phone as a permission device if you're a good peasant, to get in and out of buildings, in and out of restaurants, in and out of the grocery store so you can buy or sell. It is the next phase and the final phase of the mark of the beast. That's what the phone systems are about. It has nothing to do with a shot, nothing to do with your health, and nothing to do with public safety. It's conditioning you to make sure you never leave home without your phone. That is what the passports are about, my friends, and getting you conditioned to asking permission to do basic things in life that were already granted you by God Almighty and traveling freely unmolested on your way, not to mention the Constitution, the Bill of Rights. This is where it's headed. This is why I rant about the mask. This is why I rant about the shots. And this is why I've said that it can be zero compliance any longer with what's happening. What do you think, Dad? You know, often um, 
the, the biggest problem I've got with all of this is the planning of evidence on your telephone. That's that really is it. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. And the other thing, too, is they have this, quote, unquote, threshold that they're going to have to basically decide themselves. Remember, this isn't being done by a court of law or a jury of your peers. It's a threshold that they're going to put into their parameters to turn you into basically the DOJ, yep. which is where it's going to go. Like fact they checkers. Think this, that's exactly right. And here, let me give you let me let me give you an example. How, how about let's just do this? Let's say you've got a grandchild or a granddaughter, and they're at the beach playing at the beach, and they're and they got their swimsuits on, and they're, and they're running around, and 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 your and your and your and your family sends you photographs of these children playing at the beach, completely innocent. But the fact checkers don't think they're innocent, right? The fact checkers think, well, this is like you know, child porn. But the kids are wearing clothes. There's no child porn involved. But the fact checkers say it's porn. Now all of a sudden you got the Department of Justice, the Sheriff's Department showing up at your door because you got pictures of your grandchildren at the beach in their swimsuits. And you're like, I wasn't even there. Somebody took pictures. My, my, my family took pictures and they sent them to me. Well, we think they're porn, but they're not porn. They're, they're just, well, we, we, we deem they're porn. Now suddenly, and they're not porn. Everybody knows they're not porn. The people that are coming to your home know they're not porn. But it doesn't make any difference. They're following orders. They've been told to come and arrest you and take you in and charge you. Now, it doesn't make one bit of difference that if you have a legal trial that you're going to be found innocent. That's not the point here. The point is intimidation and to scare you and to bankrupt you and to take you to court and to mess up your life for two or three years while you're defending the fact that you had pictures of your grandkids on your telephone. And then what's to stop them from then hacking back into your phone while they have the phone in custody or while you have it at home and putting some file, some random file deep into the annals of your phone that you don't even know about with some bad pictures on it. This is so open to basically just absolute lies and, and just and it's, it can be so rife so fast. That people don't even realize what they're talking about when Apple says they're going to do this. It's going to be just absolutely, completely and totally compromised. So then if you have a political opponent or somebody who's out doing a talk show or saying something that they're probably not supposed to say based on what Klaus Schwab wants you to do, they can just pretty much take you away. Maybe put you in that CDC FEMA camp that I mentioned earlier on the show. But yet, they're allowed at this major university in California, to have live children 50% of the time in their abortion procedures and to dissect a child while it's alive. But that's okay because they feel that's all right because that's just part of their Baal and Moloch and Asherah worship. This is why I constantly go back to the spiritual reasons why they're doing this. Guys, if you don't understand the spiritual reasons for this, if you don't understand why they're doing what they do, none of it, and I mean absolutely none of it, makes any sense. It's really, really important you understand that. By the way, I'm really proud of, and I mentioned this earlier, with France and Italy. Now we're having massive, massive worldwide protests. But where are they in the United States? Where are the protests in the United States? Well, see, the people in Europe haven't been forced to take 76 vaccines for the past 40 years. Just thought I'd mention that. You know, there's a bunch of people that are actually awake and are brain damaged from mercury in Europe that don't want to be 
a slave. Here's the article. The media is censoring news about the huge protests around the world. I'm going to repeat that. The Kabbalist-controlled Luciferian media, I'll add that, is censoring news about huge protests around the world. Over the weekend, more than 200,000 people protested in France against the health pass, which is the vaccine passport, which is also the Chinese credit score, by the way. France's parliament passed a law that requires a health pass to enter restaurants, trains, planes, and many other public venues, admitting that this is not to prevent the transmission of COVID, but to encourage vaccinations, not being forced to vaccinate. The legislation also requires frontline healthcare workers to be vaccinated. In Italy, a similar pass will be required to enter gyms, swimming pools, sports stadiums, museums, spas, casinos, hotels, cinemas, and indoor restaurants. It is already required to travel within the European Union and or enter care homes or large wedding receptions in Italy. Thousands turned out to rebel against the lockdown orders in Australia. Protests have also taken place in India. Advocacy groups in California filed a lawsuit against Governor Gavin Newsom, the hardcore Kabbalist Luciferian governor, and other health officials to challenge the COVID restrictions in kindergarten through 12th grade schools. Are the sleeping masses waking up? Here in Polk County, I told you we had not won our mask mandate because they left it on the books. They are still going to require masks in children in the Polk County schools unless the parents come in and basically say they don't want to have them masked. They're still going to do it in Tallahassee and Leon County right now. In our governor's home city where Bobby Bowden will lie in state at the Rotunda on Friday, the former football coach for the Florida State Seminoles, really good man, that now they're saying that they're going to require masks. And now the governor is beside himself saying that he's considering withholding their salaries from the school board because they've decided to do this against the wishes of an executive order from the governor. So this fight is on. It is on. Wow. The U.S. vaccine passports and mandated injections that may be started this month. Here's another article. The U.S. Department of Defense is set to announce that each of its 1.3 million service members will be forced to take the COVID kill shot. Meanwhile, the FDA could get full approval to support the kill shot to the troops as soon as this month in August. San Francisco became the first U.S. city to order every city employee to be vaccinated. New York, California, and other states are planning to implement the same vaccine passports. The media is promoting cell phone contact tracing telling your congressmen and state legislatures to repeal existing vaccine and passport mandates and to oppose any new ones is what we have to do. We have to tell our legislatures to preserve current religious and philosophical and medical exemptions for vaccinating and whenever possible to expand those exemptions and to not force the kill shot. We absolutely have to do this. By the way, an Australian couple was threatened with 12 months in prison for refusing a COVID test. That's how draconian this has become in Australia. Western Australia, Samuel and Deanna traveled to Queensland last winter and refused to get a PCR test when they returned home to Perth. Despite a long quarantine of 24 days without symptoms, authorities threatened 12 months in prison and a $50,000 fine per individual for refusing the test. They were told that reasonable force could be used to make them comply even though they are completely COVID negative, which means they can be held down and tested and have a swab shoved up their nose. Police said that if the health department authorized coming into their home, 
they could do so without a warrant and throw them to the floor and force them to comply. That's Australia. thought I'd mention that. U.S. corporate giants are beginning to require employees to take the jab. We talked about this yesterday. United Airlines required that it's 67,000 U.S. employees to get vaccinated against COVID by no later than October the 25th or risk termination. More than 90% of its pilots and 80% of its flight attendants already have done so. Employees must provide proof that they are fully vaccinated five weeks after the federal officials approve vaccines expected by October the 25th. Google, Facebook, Tyson Foods, and all of the Black Street, Vanguard, and <laughs> Rothschild Control companies are among the other large companies following the suit. Walmart requiring all employees to be vaccinated. Uber's requiring his office staff to be vaccinated. Last month, the Department of Veterans Affairs became the first federal agency required that its 115,000 health care workers become vaccinated. President Biden, the goofy one with senile dementia, announced last week that federal workers will be required to sign forms attesting they've been vaccinated to comply with new rules on masking, weekly testing, distancing, and more. Remember, he's the same one when he was interviewing a few years ago the troops in the United States, and they didn't laugh at one of his jokes. I'm going to quote him. He called them a bunch of dumb bastards. Yeah, that's what Donald that, – that, that, that's this guy. Now he's going to be forcing the troops to get vaccinated after he called them a bunch of dumb bastards. You know, if the United States troops cannot see who this guy is and what an absolute nightmare he is, they're simply not basically waking up. By the way, Indiana University students are asking the Supreme Court to block the COVID vaccine mandate at Indiana University. And this just goes on and on and on with these stories. And we need to understand something, guys. It's not getting better. I just thought I'd mention that to you. Now, more people are waking up. But because they've entrenched themselves so deeply into power, you know, with their Masonic lodges and with their Council on Foreign Relations, on their Committee of 300, with their Bohemian Grove attendees and all the other six stuff these secret society and clubs like Skull and Bones are involved in and ruling the planet like a bunch of, how should I say, Greek gods, which is what Macron said he wanted to do in France. We now have the situation that we really don't know what to do. That's why I tell you over and over and over again, you, if you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior, you are in covenant with the Most High God. And I believe with all of my heart that God will protect you, just like God protected Pat. And Jesus Christ walked into her, into her, into her hospital room when she was dying of COVID a few weeks ago and basically comforted her and picked her up. Listen to yesterday's show. It'll change your life. We have a covenant with the most high God through Jesus. The only hope we have to be delivered from the evil one is Jesus Christ. That's it. There are no other hopes because these people completely and totally have taken over all governments to their central banks through the control of power and the issuance of currency. It's Babylonian money magic. It's all part of that Kabbalah, Talmud, Zohar garbage they have done to the entire population of the planet why christian pastors sit back and relax and go from mansion to mansion in their private jets and their 5013c corporations as part of the clergy response team to continue to enforce slavery on all of the people that go to church with them and who basically support them by refusing to tell these people the truth one major pastor just said well almost all of my people in my church have already been vaccinated that's your fault, Pastor. That's 100% your fault. You should have warned them and told them from the pulpit. 
Are you just a hireling? Are you being controlled by FEMA? Who's controlling you, Pastor? Why would you say something like that and allow the people who you love to be led to the slaughter? So I'm asking that question of all pastors who are not promoting anti-vaccines, who aren't telling the people the truth. At least, if you're going to be neutral, tell them both sides of the story and say, here are the upsides, which there aren't any. Here are the downsides, which there are a whole bunch. At least tell them both sides yep. if you want to be neutral. Uh, I love you guys. I had the opportunity to pray for you this morning. You guys are amazing. Thank you for supporting Health Masters. I'm going to always tell you guys the truth, and so is Austin. Austin, finish it up, and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Well, you're spot on. That's why you, you hear me all the time. I have to tell people, say, do make your own decision on this. I'm very libertarian when it comes to that. I'm not going to force somebody to do something against their will. I will not. I will not. Okay, this is the facts. This, this is what you're looking at. Here's the science, the real science, not the CNN fake news science. Make your own decision. You decide, you know what, this is the graphene oxide injection that I want to take. This is what I really want to do with my life. I really want to comply like a good little peasant. Okay, that's your choice. That's absolutely your choice. I am not going to stop you from getting it, nor will I ever force you to get it. Either way, it's your choice. On Sunday, I went to church. We went to – we changed churches about a month and a half ago. Started going to Victory over in Lakeland. And pastor's been pretty – pretty vocal about what's going on with a lot of stuff with COVID. I think he could be a little bit more aggressive with it, but as far as I'm concerned, it's better than a lot of pastors have been doing. And he said something very succinctly on Sunday. He said, is COVID your God or is Jesus Christ your God? He said, because a lot of people are starting to act like COVID rules them. Everything they do, every decision they make, everywhere they go, every place they encounter, every person they talk to, COVID controls and dictates their behavior. In a nutshell, I'm paraphrasing. I thought that was very succinct. Is COVID your God? Are you, are you a COVIDian cult member now? Does COVID run you? Is Jesus your God? You're going to live your life. The thing that I learned, I'm, I'm already in my mid-30s now. Went by fast. I'm young. I'm still very young. The thing I realized is, dude, when your time card gets punched, it's done. It's done. It's, it gets punched. If you die, you die. It's what it is. It's just part of it. It's almost been there multiple times now. When it happens, it's like, okay, this is, this is where we're going with this. This is what's going to happen. Sitting around lamenting and shaking in fear and biting your nails and sitting in a corner with a blanket and a sucker because you're terrified to come in contact with somebody or walk outside because you've been so brainwashed is a pathetic existence of life. It's not life. There's no trust in God. There's no faith. There's no faith in anything. Your faith, your trust is in can, the lie in the COVID. That's all it is. The media has told you to be scared. Don't live in fear. We've been called to live with power and of love and of sound mind. Wake up. Realize what's going on. Encourage your friends to wake up. Keep your immune system strong. Exercise. Get sunlight. Get fresh air without a doggone mask. I told everybody on Friday on the Hagman Show, it's very succinct about this. I'm going to say it again. If you're in a business setting right now, and your business has pretty much demanded you take an experimental RNA gene therapy shot. It's time to start looking at exit strategies. 
And I know it's a rough situation. I've got multiple people now that I'm trying to help in that situation, looking at different exit strategies for what's going on. Because here's the question that I've asked numerous people. If your business is telling you you have to get the injection or else, do you possibly think they're going to stop there? It's like I said at the beginning of the show. Do you think this shot's going to stop? You think the next shot's going to stop? Where is it going to stop for you, and how far are you going to keep complying? We're going to say, well, listen, by the way, um, after you get the shot, we take you in the back and we rape you. Is that, is that okay? How far is it going to go? It's that time now. If you're in that position, you stand your ground as long as you can. You fight it as long as you can. But start looking at exit strategies. It's a difficult place. I'm helping a lot of people through it right now. But it's something you have to start thinking about. Thank you, my friends. Have a safe night. Have a blessed night. Stay awake. Stand your ground. Continue to hold firm in your faith and your convictions. If you guys need anything, healthmasters.com. I told you yesterday I put the zinc on sale for you. If you guys need any, zinc glycinate, 15% off. It's going to be on there for like a week or so. Just want to make sure everybody's stocked up on it. Keep your immune system up and rolling. Product of the week as well. Check out the website, healthmasters.com. Vote for what you want to see win tomorrow. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. I'll talk to you again tomorrow. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.